Hello everyone, this is your Keeper Kenneth. Just wanted to do the mid-roll stuff at the beginning here so that I don't interrupt uh, anything going on in the episode today because uh, I want it all to be one consistent thing because it's going to be super fun and I hope you all enjoy. But uh, before we get to that, first let's do some announcements and such. So what we got going on this week is, if you haven't seen already, if you don't follow us on Twitter or Instagram, you totally should, but we're doing a Twitter slash Instagram giveaway. We're giving away some SCP merchandise uh, made by Toad King Studios. They run the SCP FAM radio podcast. Uh, super enjoy listening to that. So if you have the time to contribute to some other podcasts, consider giving them a listen. They only make one episode every like six months or so, so you don't have to worry about trying to catch up. <laughs> Uh, but the stuff that we're giving away is for Twitter, we're giving away a SCP logo pin. And then on Instagram, we're giving away an SCP logo hat. So if you've ever had a desire to have some SCP merchandise, here's your chance to get some for free. So hop onto our Twitter account at SCP underscore play or our Instagram account by the same handle. They are also linked in our, uh, anchor page if you're on there, but, uh, you should be able to find us pretty easily. The giveaway is going until May 18th, so you should have one week uh, from the day that I upload this episode, and you should have it coming to your ears, unless you're running behind. But uh, in case you don't know our release schedule, it's every other Monday at about 6, 6.30 Central Time AM. That's noon London time, in case you were curious. I We have a few listeners from there, so... Uh, there's your contribution, but also uh, the giveaway's restricted to uh, U.S. and Canada, so the giveaway part doesn't matter. But hey, that's when we release our episodes, Monday at noon for uh, you people who are in the London time zone. If you're elsewhere, also thank you for listening, but I'm too lazy to look up that many time zones. So. Other stuff going on, uh, just so you know, Daniel has a new microphone, he plays Ned, so he's going to sound a little bit different, but now we all have good microphones and we're a high production value podcast. No new reviews this week, uh, if you wouldn't mind helping us out, uh, either going on to Apple Podcasts, I think there's also Podchaser you could review us on, it helps us out more than you know, and we really appreciate everyone who's gotten on there to uh, help us out. Thank you very much. Thank you, as always, to Michael Winton for the music. He's working on something else for us right now. Uh, excited, excited for that. Stay tuned. That's all I have for the moment. I had a lot of fun editing this episode, so I hope you all enjoy. Previously on SCP Play. 106 will seek out anyone or anything that is suffering and feed on the emotions. We do have a procedure for attracting 106, but I would very much like to avoid it. I saw some freaky trenches or whatever in there. It looked like World War One. The key to keeping him contained is to not allow him to touch any surfaces. Would you be able to lift him off the ground? I mean, it's worth a try, but we'd have to make sure that we're ready to trap him when I do it, because I'm not sure if I can hold him for very long. Did I completely forget about the sheriff? Either way, she made it out, I guess, too. Okay, you said that he was suspended in his containment. Yes, magnetic levitation. If we could impale him with something metallic and suspend him, that would work. Bubbling beneath the sphere that's floating in the air, you see a bunch of the black liquid and a head begins to rise from the pool.
You have just entered into the containment chamber of 106. Beneath the giant metal sphere in the middle, you see a dark pool of Ikor and the head of 106 beginning to rise from it. You hear the light chime of a bell uh, come from Dr. Miller as she yells to Mr. Deeds, who appears from around the uh, corner of the corridor you just came from. She tells him uh, to help with the fight uh, of 106 in any way that he can. Then Dr. Miller dashes over to a nearby control panel and begins trying to adjust the settings on the electromagnetic field in the room uh, to lift him up into the air uh, in the opportunity that you, uh, or in the situation where you're able to impale him with something and lift him up into the air. Uh, Because you're in this room, there's a good chance that your phones have borked uh, and other metallic uh, items and other electronics may have a chance to fail or have a defect here um, because it is a a big electromagnetic field room. Um, Dr. Miller tosses the lightning lance to Agnes, who she is deeming to be the most capable fighter uh, of the group to face a monster because she is half of a monster. Um, well, she's and she absolutely right. I am capable. Right. Uh, and she hasn't seen uh, much fighting capability or uh, anomalous abilities of any sort from the rest of the group so far. She just kind of saw that, oh, yeah, Anya's is a half harpy. Cool. Uh, so then she just uh, yells to you all, I just need a little bit of time to get ready. Uh, either impale it with the lightning lance uh, with something metal uh, so we can get them in the air or like lift them up in the air with the, the uh, wind magic that you had. Go, go, go. Uh, and 106 at this point has risen up about his torso out of the pit and uh, he is sporting the rotten grin that you are all probably fairly familiar with now. What do you do? Well, I guess first uh, things... Uh, um, Agnes, if you're going to take that, uh, throw me... This is gonna just throw me your shotgun ammo. What? What? <laughs> just, just throw me your shotgun shells. Just do it. We don't have time. Um, you know my pure drive, my greedy pure drive is telling me nah. So oh yeah. I, I think I that's a thing. To... <laughs> I, I will say there's probably um like a a weapon like a a pistol strapped to the top of the control panel uh, and. Your mom maybe somewhat irresponsibly tosses it to you. <laughs> so go ahead um, and take uh, the the pistol that you have on your character sheet. Mom, you really shouldn't give guns to nine-year-olds. But as she tosses it to me, I just start unloading the magazine into my hands. Oh, when you said unloading the magazine, that's usually a phrase <laughs> oh, no. for firing. So I was like, what? Um, he shoots himself. Okay, this was apparently even more irresponsible than I thought. <laughs> No, I'm I'm removing the magazine uh, okay. to get the bullets out. Okay, you have disarmed yourself thoroughly. Cool. That's <laughs> and I'm gonna go hide that. behind the control panel. Okay. Um. So as you do that, uh, I think 106 has finally risen out of the top of the pool. Uh, he's standing on top of it. Uh. And his gaze is turned towards both uh, Dr. Miller and to Miles, uh, recognizing that the former is the person who has kept him locked up for a very long time. And the latter is the uh, 
son of her so he can uh, do a little bit of torment and emotional damage to uh, the both of you if he gets a hold of either of you. Um, so who would like to make a move? I mean, I would be down for throwing this lance. Wait, 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 we... before you do that. Do um, the plan. <clears throat> I would like to use magic to enchant a weapon. Okay. Which mm-hmm. gives it plus one harm and plus magic. Okay. Um, which weapon are you trying to enchant? The lightning lance. Okay. Yeah, that should that should be fine. Um go ahead and roll plus or roll uh roll to do some magic. And that's plus, plus weird. weird, yes. That is a ten. Okay. Hey. Five plus three plus two. Uh what effect are you putting on it like visually? Uh visually? Like what, yeah, like uh what type of magic are you putting on it? Is it like now a flaming lightning lance? Is it a lightning or lightning I, lance yeah i a... think he would just like try to supercharge it like supercharge okay yeah yeah so it's more more lightning okay yeah i think uh the lightning lance had also gotten a bit unstable from when you damaged it earlier uh and it maybe is now discharging more electricity than uh it normally would be uh but it's back up to what it would normally have dealt uh before you damaged it Cool. I fixed my past mistakes. <laughs> yep. Good job. <laughs> Remind me how we damaged it. Benji was trying to uh, use some wind magic to. Oh, that's right. That's I think right. blow okay. away some of the corruption or something. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's right. Yeah. So next is next is either Miles or uh, oh, rather would be Anyas or Ned. Anyas, do the plan. Ah, right, let's execute Order 66. Uh, I throw the lightning lance. Would that just be a kick some ass, since it's a weapon? Uh, yeah, that'd be a kick some ass. All right. Oh, that's 11 plus 2. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. So um, you throw the lance. Uh, it does impale him, um, and that does three harm to him. Um, as you strike him with the lance, uh, it, it goes in, it's probably not deep enough to, uh, sort of anchor him to it so that he would be able to be lifted into the air, uh, if you tried. Um, but as you hit him, uh, some of the corruption creeps along the floor, uh, towards you and, uh, begins to appear below you and, uh, you begin to sink in. You don't take any harm yet, but it begins to seep in through your shoes. Uh, You'll have to move, and he uh, turns his head to the lance that's now struck within him and uh, grabs on it to try to probably start pulling it out. Um, Cool question, and I should have remembered this, but am I I transformed? I think I untransformed in the last episode, but I'm I'm not 100%. Yeah, you're not transformed currently, and it would take another 30 seconds to do it, so uh, if you were going to before entering the room would have probably been the time, so. Yeah, yeah. Hindsight's a bitch. Here we are. Uh, So, Ned, uh, what action would you like to take here? And so, there was a 
So there was like black corruption that was seeping along the floor towards uh, Agnes. Did mm-hmm. you say it uh, didn't have much effect as of now? Uh, it began seeping through her shoes and dissolving them, but it has not caused harm yet, no. Okay. Well, my plan was to uh, protect someone. So let's see what else I could do. Well, this seems like a bad situation, and I'm not exactly the one in this plan that will be uh, that will be dealing direct damage. So I would like to read a bad situation and uh, see what maybe else we could do here. Sure, I would say this is a pretty bad situation. Um, I mean, I will say if you want to protect someone, uh, Agnes is probably sort of stuck within the pool a little bit. Uh, You could assist her in getting out, and I would probably reasonably say that she's able to avoid taking that harm for at least a while longer if you're able to help her. But uh, reading a bad situation is also a good call. I'll leave it up to you. Okay, I think that... uh... What Ned would probably do is go ahead and read the bad situation. Okay, sounds good to me. Go ahead and roll plus sharp. All right. <laughs> okay, uh, so that was double sixes plus Ooh, two man. is uh, 14. Man, we yeah. really roll good when we need to kick someone's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, you have had very few failed rolls, which is extremely abnormal i'm very proud of you guys but also it's not normal <laughs> i can't confirm yeah I'm really I, I keep hoping. expecting to have to tell you to like hey don't expect to be constantly succeeding but then you <laughs> constantly succeed <laughs> that is that is how this do yeah it's, it's kind of concerning also i don't get any experience which is shitty oh well. no uh, so you get to hold three, uh, ask three different questions. Uh, what's my best way in, best way out? Um, are there any dangers I haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? Most vulnerable, best way to protect the victims. Um, and if you act on any of them, you get plus one ongoing while the information is relevant. Okay. I think that right now I will ask, uh, what's the best way to protect the victims? And then I will hold the other two. Okay. Um... I mean, best way to protect the victims is to uh, keep as much distance between um, you and 106 as you can. Uh, He is not moving particularly quickly. Um, He is a hunter, but he also likes to take his time with the hunt. So he tends to creep a bit slower along trying to to chase you. So uh, if you keep more constantly moving you'll be able to avoid the corruption that's on the ground and uh he'll have a harder time getting to any of you in particular all right gotcha so ned kind of ascertaining the situation is gonna yell out guys it's it's like runescape he's real slow you gotta kite him god oh i forgot that's in your backstory that he's a runescape player (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't know that that actually helps anyone else. Everyone's <laughs> just like, what? I, I guarantee RuneScape? that a nine-year-old like today does not know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I played Minecraft. Is that Fortnite? Anya lives up in the mountains. She definitely does not know what RuneScape is. Yes, this mm-hmm. might might only be useful to Benji's like about the right age. 
Yeah, Benji would definitely know. I don't Benji know what know. he's talking about, but Benji definitely knows what he's talking Benji about. Benji got cursed by a computer game. He knows what RuneScape is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He, he was a CS major before yeah. leaving school. So, like, yeah, he, knows, he knows RuneScape. He oh, probably yeah. escaped back in the, back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Not so much mm-hmm. anymore, but yeah. No. Uh, okay, yeah, you go ahead and do that. Benji um, had a RuneScape premium account. <laughs> uh, so I think uh, as 106 is reaching up to grab the uh, lance and pull it out, uh, Mr. Deeds runs up to him and uh, just kind of like puts his fists together in like a a, a volleyball hammer type move and hits the end of the lightning lance to try and push it in further. Uh, He does hit it in a little bit further, but he's now standing in some of the corruption and begins to to run or uh, like slowly run back and kind of gets caught up in a little bit of it. And he takes a little bit of harm. Uh, 106 also takes harm. Since it's magic, I think we're uh, calling it ignoring armor here, Uh, but he begins to regenerate. Um, and he heals up three of the harm that you have dealt to him. So how deep is the lance in one um, it's pro- it's not through him. Um, he is again very tough, but it's uh, pretty deep. I think you hit him probably um, shoulder chest type area. It's probably like pretty close to being pushed through. Uh, it's just that he's going to try to pull it out and is regenerating at the same time. Okay, so the round comes back around uh, to Miles, um, and Mr. Deeds yells, uh, just he kind of straightens up and just kind of looks like he realized something or something just came to his mind, and he says, "Um, it would be imperative that you get me out of here. I... I have an idea that may be very useful to us. Someone someone help, please. Also, before I die. Deeds, that's the opposite of kiting! Um, okay, so I think um, Miles is going to... Hmm, you said Deeds is caught in the icker right now? Yeah, he's he's trudging his way out, but 106 is now, like, slowly pursuing after him. Uh, he's still venturing in your general direction as well but uh deeds is closer to him at the moment all right all right i think uh miles is going to uh he's he's got a few bullets left in the chamber and i think he's gonna come out around the um control panel uh trying to split 106's attention away from mr deeds so that mr deeds can get away um and so, like, kind of, like, 180 degrees from Mr. Deeds, or about that. And he's going to uh, hold up the gun at um, 106, and then think about it, and realize he's never shot a gun, and has no idea how, and he's gonna throw it at 106's head instead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's much more comfortable um... with his baseball arm. <laughs> and so he's just trying to get uh, his attention, so I don't think it's a kick some ass, I think it's a protect someone. No, I I agree. I think this is a uh, help someone out. Okay, do you want help out or protect someone? Probably protect someone. Okay. I don't know if we count Deeds as another hunter. 
Uh, he's not, um, but usually I would count an ally as it. But since you're physically throwing something, rolling plus tough makes more sense as protect someone. So go ahead. Yeah, and do that. that makes sense. Okay. Um, so yeah, he's going to huck it. And <laughs> that's an 11 plus one. T- oh, plus zero tough is still an 11. <laughs> what are these rolls? Okay. Uh, yeah, so he is currently, like, reaching up to, uh, grab out the lance as he reaches forward to try to get a hold of, um, Mr. Deeds. Uh, you throw the gun, it hits him square in the head, he kind of recoils a little bit, and the gun bounces off and gives Mr. Deeds a little tiny gun platform to stand on to, like, help push (laughs) himself off of the icker, so... (laughs) He's able to, <laughs> he's able to uh, jump out of the spot that he was in and start making his way for the uh, entrance that you all came from. I think Miles, now that he has his one hundred six's attention, really had no idea what he was going to do once that happened. So now he's just kind of standing stock still, like wide eyed, looking for a way out. But right now he's still kind of out in the open. I think. Okay, yeah, I think 106's attention is definitely completely on you at the moment. I think as the gun hit him, Miles kind of winced, realizing like, oh, that might have not been a good idea. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, Benji, yeah, Benji. Uh, is it not Anya's? No, because remember no. you oh, enchanted yeah, my before. weapon. Okay, um, right. cool. Um, so... The plan was, I'm just trying to remember from last uh, session, what what exactly was the plan? We were going to lift him up with wind after he's impaled. Well, yeah, well, we had impaled. like a, yeah, that was the two-part the center plan. of the room. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so he's not able to uh, make portals or spread corruption along a surface unless he's touching it physically. Uh, so you would be lifting him up in the air so that he's not making contact with something to make a portal or make corrupt. Okay. So I think I want to start to do that. I think he wants to help out with the the wind magic by (laughs) using magic again. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I would say this is use magic. Um, So roll plus weird. Roll plus weird. Let's do this again. Okay, that's a nine. Okay, so that's a mixed success. It works imperfectly. Uh, So it's going to have a glitch. The effect is weakened. Um, Okay. So you're able to uh, start generating some wind uh, that pushes him upward, uh, and it kind of sets him off balance a little bit, but he's... Uh, still touching the ground Um, and the criteria in order to get the wind magic to work is you're going to need to have some assistance so that's also a requirement i'm putting on the the use magic role for this Um, and since he's still uh, making contact with the ground um, i think he begins to open a portal uh, beneath his foot that is cracking along the ground um, and looks like it's spreading in a straight line uh, forward and behind him and looks like it could split the room. 
open if it is allowed to spread far enough. Good. <laughs> Great. Great. Awesome. It is now Anya's turn. Well, I think I'm going to go ahead and help Benji out with the the magic. So I'm also going to start some wind magic. Okay. That is a good idea. <laughs> oh my god. So that was a 10, and I think I have plus 3 for magic, so... <laughs> yes, you do. Um, we need to start fudging our rules the other way, so the audience believes us. Yeah, okay, I got two ones. Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Goodness. Okay, yeah, so you uh, see that Benji is generating wind magic, uh, and seeing how that's your expertise, you decide to jump in and help. Uh, it does lift him up, and the crack that was spreading along the ground uh, begins to fade a little bit as he's not uh, channeling his energy into it. Uh, and he is now floating and flailing around, uh, trying to get back to a surface. Um, I think that the uh, effect of this is it's only going to last so long. Uh, I think that if you want this to be sustained consistently, you're going to have to drive in something uh, to him that is metallic. And the uh, li the lightning lance that you struck into him uh, is probably your best option at the moment. But I think this will last um, probably a minute. Like you got time to chill and channel magic into him and try to come up with how you're going to get that driven in. I think uh, it, it would be Ned's turn. I, I don't know if you want to try to take an action here or not uh, to do something. does want to turn to try his stuff. So he's uh, he's going to shout out to uh, hey, uh, Benji, Anya, that's, that's good. Keep up support. Deets, get off tank. We need DPS right now. As he's... Uh... Deets has been out the door. Oh, Deeds he ran off to go. Oh, yeah, he ran, he ran off to way. go accomplish something else. Deeds, get back here! <laughs> he, he's too far down. He did not hear you. That's fine. Um, and Ned is rummaging through his uh, through his backpack of trail cams and documents, and there, uh, at the bottom of his uh, of his backpack, is the uh, hot pink camouflage uh, personal defense pistol that he is kept and he is going to uh, pull it up with its uh, six rounds that it has and he's going to try and take a shot and say here's some metal for ya okay uh, roll to kick some ass alright here we go that is a six plus tough is minus one that's a five yay yay uh... <laughs> That's fun. Hey, he can't hurt me. He's in the middle of the air. Heck off. Uh, he might not be for long. So that is a fail, obviously. Um, so I think that uh, you're not paying special attention to where you're shooting. Mm -hmm. uh, you just are kind of aimed at uh, 106. I think that uh, you fire a few shots off. One of them does hit him, but one of them also uh, completely misses him and uh, hits Benji in the shoulder. I knew it! I and knew it! I knew it was Benji, happen. I'd like you to take one harm, please. Only one harm? 
from a uh, or I guess <laughs> a how much? <laughs> yeah, how much is the the two gun? Two harm, do, Daniel? close reload, loud. Okay, yeah. Uh, go ahead and take two harm, uh, and you begin to lose your focus on channeling the magic, and the amount of time that he's going to stay suspended is now reduced. Oof. Great. But uh, because you did hit him and do some damage, uh, he is focused more on healing the gun wound than on healing and removing the lightning lance. So he uh, does regenerate, but uh, the lightning lance is not forced out any further than it had been. There we go. And what's what's Benji's uh, reaction to getting a, a grazing bullet to the wherever? Uh, I think he would just yell. I'm not gonna yell because I don't want to do that to no, that's, our that's listeners. That's great audio. That's please, fair. Please just kind of scream as loud as you can into the microphone. That oh great. yeah, get up real close to it as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Benji! I'm so sorry. Maybe you should watch where you're pointing that thing next time. He's <laughs> terrified. Angry eight-bit eyebrows on uh, Benji. Uh, uh. Alright, that's all. Uh, and I think we're back around to Miles. Miles, would you like to do anything? Um, so I think Miles doesn't have a lot that he knows to like that he can do to help out. So I think honestly what he's gonna do is try to just take stock of what's around and see if there's anything that he a nine-year-old boy could use later to get a leg up or hide behind or help someone else out are there like so there's the big floating sphere in the room and there's the control panel are there any other like structures or uh loose items in the room or is it just all empty um i it's got the big like several story tall containment thing that's in the middle um other than that there's the control panel but even that's supposed to be more of a backup so this room is meant to be generally empty because of the big electromagnetic field that's in here it's not a good idea to keep like anything else much there were some rooms nearby right yeah, you could head back down the corridor that you came from um, and try to, I don't know, throw open a locker and see if there's a dangerous SCP you could try to use against it. Um, <laughs> just SCPs chilling in lockers. Yeah, like I think could, that just like actually, a guy. I think that's not too far off from what Miles is going to do. Okay. And uh, he is going to, I think, follow Mr. Deeds to see if he can help Mr. Deeds out. Because I don't, I think he's pretty much understands he's not going to be especially helpful at hurting this floating monster. He's not very tall. Okay. Um, yeah, so Mr. Deeds uh, left quite a bit before you, so you can go ahead and head down that way. Um, and you uh, probably can't see where he went just yet, but uh, we'll go ahead and move on to Benji. I mean, I don't really know what else Ben would... I don't think that I would be doing anything different. I think I would just still be. That's completely magic. fine. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that it makes the most sense to keep channeling your magic. Um, and I think you keep the same use magic roll. I, you wouldn't try to re-roll for that. You're yeah, just, for sure. Your effect is now shortened. Um, and with that, he begins to slowly lower from the point that you had raised him up. Um, 
Would Anyas make any other action, or are you also continuing to channel the magic? Well, that, uh, I guess that was my question. Once you cast magic, do you have to keep casting it for... As long as you want the desired effect to continue, yes. Um, okay. And I, I think that would apply here. I guess, like, because the action I want to take is to do a more, like, directed wind blast towards uh, the lance itself to try to push it in a little further. But I don't know if I can do that without disrupting what I'm already, I guess. Uh, it, it would disrupt it. He would fall to the ground. Um, if you manage to knock it in, I, I don't see wind being able to do that. Okay. With how I understand it, I, I think that wind is more of like an area of effect type magic. Um, and I, I don't think that it would be able to knock specifically the lance in further. I think it okay. would just be like pushing him all together back. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so I, I think that it makes the most sense for you to keep channeling your magic here. And uh Miles, as you're running down the hallway to try to catch up with Mr. Deeds, you see him coming back uh, towards your direction, towards the containment chamber, and running alongside him is Abel. That was quick. He looks significantly weaker than uh, when you last saw him and faced him. You get the distinct impression that uh, he probably should not have been brought out of his... uh, box just yet he looks pretty weak but strong enough to help with the fight it looks like stronger than us at least (laughs) uh excuse me we kicked his ass true (laughs) yeah but there there are four of us so i think miles is going to feel like he just jumped out of the proverbial frying pan and into the (laughs) fire and is going to feel like maybe being near Abel is not where he wants to be. Um, but I'm in the, am I in the hallway now? Uh, yes, you're in the hallway. Uh, you're not very far away from the uh, containment chamber of 106. Right. Um, I'm wondering, can I, I guess what I want to do is um, read a bad situation. You don't have to. Uh, Mr. Deeds just sees you running back towards you and uh, back down the hall towards him. Uh, and he just says, uh, Miles, if you could escort Mr. Abel down back towards uh, 106, I believe he could be quite a bit of help. I have something else I need to check on. You want me to... Abel runs past you and just kind of grunts. Earlier today. It, I th- yeah, it was... I, well, I don't know how long I was in that pocket dimension thing but he he tried to kill me Abel's Why far I... past you now as you stand there yelling at him they are both running in other okay. directions great uh miles is i guess going to slowly follow abel and shout directions at him as, but like from a lot farther back like uh t- turn uh turn left at the second doorway and uh they should be back in there he grunts and throws you a thumbs up <laughs> Okay. And I guess I'm going to follow Mr. Deeds again. I don't feel like I'm... No, I'll follow Abel. Okay. Maybe there's something I can do in the actual room with the party. Okay. Uh, And I think, Ned, you would have a little bit of time to do something here before Abel gets into the room. Um, 
Okay. So you don't know that Abel's coming. Yes, I don't know that Abel's coming. So uh, let's see. By the angry eight bit glare of uh, of Benji, don't think we're gonna try the the old the old pistol again. I just had so much confidence that it worked that one time. <laughs> that uh, okay. So Ned is the foremost in investigator is his main thing. So the the room's pretty barren except for the control panel. Um. I think there is some knowledge to be gained here uh, if you do want to uh, investigate a mystery here. Yeah, I'm trying to see if there might be anything in the room that could help us, any aspect of the room that could help us or anything that we're missing. So I will uh, investigate a mystery. Sure. Okay, so we will roll that. That is a three plus four is seven. What is my sharpest two is nine. Okay, so that's a mixed success. You get to you get to ask uh, one question. So I think what uh, Ned is looking for is really what is being concealed here. If there's like anything in the room, maybe he like damaged his uh, he, bubble or something. I, or this is a very good question. Um, so the first thing you notice that is being concealed. Um, you here, uh, you've probably been more focused on a, uh, sorry, not able. You've been more focused on one Oh six for the, uh, majority of the time that right. you've been in this room and maybe did not hear that there was some chirping coming from your bag. Uh, oh. and you know that it's signaling you to look towards the pool that is directly beneath the, uh, sphere that, uh, is, 106's containment. Uh, it hasn't dissipated. It uh, started to flow back a little bit, but it is still very deep and dark. And from it, you can hear very faint sounds of screams, gunshots, mortars, and bombs that are coming off in the distance. Uh, makes you remember the trench that you saw while you were within his pocket dimension. Um, and you aren't able to tell what scream you recognize, but there is one that sounds oddly familiar. Oh no. As you look further around the room, uh, another thing that is being concealed is you look up the walls of the uh, outer containment chamber and you see just very faintly something is glinting and shimmering off of one of the walls uh, higher up, um, probably about halfway up the wall, and it's several stories tall. Um, and as you notice it, it flickers out. Huh. And uh, once you finish noticing that, uh, 106 begins to reach the ground as Abel enters the room and he throws a lance at 106, uh, it impales him as well and quite a bit deeper than uh, Agnes managed to do uh, just because of the nature of his lance throwing ability uh, and his strength. Uh, though weakened at the moment, it still is able to strike pretty deep and that uh, lance along with the lightning lance that is stuck in him is 
enough to uh, likely lift him up. So Dr. Miller flips the switch, um, and just as he's about to reach the ground, uh, the electromagnetic field that Dr. Miller redirected uh, to be more centered on him, on 106, uh, lifts him up and is able to sustain him there as uh, both Agnes and Benji uh, lose the focus and strength they had on the magic that they were channeling. And he stays there. And I think uh, Dr. Miller just sort of slumps and sighs over the, the kiosk that she's at. Just, ugh. That sucked. Okay. Well, since the Lance is stuck in him as well, I don't think he'll be able to generate any portals on himself. So that's the only other surface he could touch at the moment. Sup, Abel? Fuck uh, you. Yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> they're they're both very exhausted. <laughs> uh, he must have thrown that lance hard. Um, that's about all the strength he had in him. Gotcha. Okay. He's he's also like a warrior who's been living since like literally early earliest biblical times so he probably has thrown his fair share of lances <laughs> oh no doubt no doubt i don't doubt that uh i guess i'm gonna kind of like come slinking into the room behind abel uh still trying to like keep like along the wall as much distance as i can from him and i'm gonna i guess get back to my mom and be like um are are we comfortable with this situation do we need to get him inside the sphere or it's fine abel's complicated hey abel go hit those lances in deeper if you don't mind he's gonna try to pull those out he's still still grumbling and upset <laughs> all right so with uh i think abel was just looking for a fight and you guys gave it to him so he's more pacified at the moment i don't know he's honestly the loosest of loose cannons that you can imagine so we are fine for the moment he seems to want to focus more on 106 which is his intended purpose <laughs> okay so with uh with benji and Agnes kind of uh dropping their magic maybe tired coming over to where the rest of everyone is i'm going to uh to point out what i've uh, noticed uh, hey whew, that was uh that was some fight there you guys when i came out of the, the the pocket whatever what i i told you guys what i saw about the the trenches and the war i i noticed over there the big pit underneath his, his sphere it's the same screams. It's the screams of hell and the damned, it sounds. And I, I feel like I I know something about it. I, I recognize some voice screaming out. Do you hear it too? Do we hear it too, Kenneth? <laughs> yeah, do we hear it? Um, I think you do hear the uh, gunshots and uh, mortar fire that... Um, Ned had mentioned, mentioned, and you do hear some screams, but of the screams, you're not able to make one out. And Ned, as you mention it, you no longer hear the scream that you had recognized before. Oh, interesting. And uh, on the wall where you had seen 
a shimmering spot. Yep. Uh, you see the shimmering particle that you saw begin to flutter down the wall. <laughs> and as it lands on the ground... Pointing at it. Lucas appears. Uh, I get the idea you might not be the real Lucas, yeah? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, guess I gotta apologize for deceiving you guys so far, but you did you did a really good job. Um, but here's the thing. You aren't done. Um, now is not the time to discuss my deceptions. Now is the time to make a decision. He touches uh, either side of him on the wall, uh, on his left and right, and on the wall appears two portals. One portal looks down on an unconscious Mr. Clark, and he has been placed inside of a very large apparatus, um, and several microphones uh, are placed around the machine. And the machine looks like uh, essentially a hydraulic press, and the press is resting up against his right femur. In the other portal, you can see uh, the figure that you can vaguely recognize at this point is uh, the sheriff, and she is within 106's pocket dimension. And she is not screaming, at all, uh, but as you see her on the ground there, Ned, you realize the voice that you heard was the sheriff's. Uh. She now is lying motionless on the ground, uh, and Lucas, quote-unquote Lucas, says, So who do you choose to live or die? The sheriff is suffocating on the I-Corps and doesn't have much time, and... Uh, the Foundation's uh, femur breaker here uh, that Mr. Clark is placed in. See, that is meant to get 106's attention, and that's on a timer. You can only reach one of them in time, and you need my help to reach them. So which will it be? Hey, Kenneth, real quick, could I spend those uh, two questions I held from Read a Bad Situation? Uh, sure. Okay, so the first thing is that I'm not sure I believe that we need only him, so I'm going to ask, what's the best way to protect the victims? So uh, you see that the two portals that are there, mm -hmm. um, you can jump through them. Uh, the portals, their composition, uh, the border around them is... Uh, it looks like a shimmering glass or sh like a shimmering mirror. Um, it kind of uh, flows around. Um, it looks like essentially if a stained glass window was shattered um, and placed into multiple different pieces. So it's fractured and these uh, glass fractures uh, are emanating from Lucas's hands and making up the portals that you see. Um, so you know that you can enter through those portals to get to where you need to be, or you can uh, alternatively enter the uh, pool that is still beneath the containment chamber in order to reach 
uh, uh, the sheriff who was still in the uh, in the pocket dimension. Yes. Gotcha. The second option sounds uh, exceptionally fun. Um, mm-hmm. Especially since you still have two harm from the last time you were in there. Damn proud of it too. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I guess in that case I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my last one from read a bad situation still. Okay, and that's fine. Uh, with the question that you asked as well, um, best way to protect the victims, you see in the image on the right uh, that has Mr. Clark in it. Mr. Deeds is slowly creeping up to the apparatus, uh, and he. <laughs> is almost at the thing and from the entrance of of 106's large containment chamber uh you hear some running and uh a fairly lanky individual just yells why don't we just save both abel throw me (laughs) he leaps into abel's arms and abel just kind of reluctantly spins and tosses him into uh the icor pit that's below the big containment sphere of 106 uh and lucas just kind of looks confused and as he is watching this happen you hear a switch flip and uh mr deeds has switched off the machine that mr clark was stuck in uh and removed his leg from a dangerous position uh, Lucas turns towards the portal to see what that was, and Mr. Deeds is just flipping him off. <gasps> the man who ran into the room, uh, you briefly can make out his features before he lands in the pit. Uh, he's wearing a white lab coat, and he has a uh, necklace with a very large shimmering medallion that Agnes for sure notices. Uh, he splashes into the pit. Lucas just kind of looks confused you see the figure now in the left portal pick up the sheriff run back the way he came and lucas realizing that he's no longer welcome here closes those two portals opens a new one uh that you can vaguely make out uh a red and white background upon uh he jumps back through this portal and he's gone what? And as the pool underneath uh, the large containment sphere of 106 uh, begins to close up, because 106 has not been channeling it to be open anymore, uh, the figure who jumped into it to save the sheriff breaches uh, the surface of it, like it's water, essentially, uh, and drags the sheriff out. <laughs> and uh, he just throws her over uh, on it on to her side and uh, kind of like hits her on the back to try to help get rid of the icor that she's uh, inhaled a little bit uh, and he just lays down on the ground exhausted as well we did it um hey <laughs> a lot just happened nice to meet you I'm uh I'm dr bright Ellie get, um. you can you're better than this. Come on. How did you let both of them get out? She just, Dr. Dr. Miller just looks flabbergasted, upset, just many emotions across her face and just like, thank, thanks, Jack. Uh, I mean, we, we got them both back. What just happened? 
Hey, Dr. Bright, nice to meet you. Yeah, there's a lot that just happened. Who was... Is... Is Fake Lucas me? I was kind of fond of Fake Lucas before, but... He seems like not such a good guy anymore. Just what's, what's going on? We got a new person here. We got that guy that was Spider-Manning up on the wall. What is all of this? We, we did it? I guess we did it? Abel's circling around 106 and as, as 106 slowly tries to pull out each of the lances, Abel's just hammering them in more. Great. <laughs> um... Should we find a more permanent solution to that, I guess? I guess that's the most immediate situation. Uh yeah, I mean we got we got some guys that'll be coming down soon. They'll they'll take care of that, but uh How did you get down here? We broke the elevator. <laughs> I mean, I just kind of went down the cables. I I was not far behind you guys when you went onto the elevator. You could have just waited a little bit longer. Like Ellie, you called me. Yeah, I, I mean, it was a hectic situation, right? I didn't know. Okay. Well, it's fine now, right? I mean, I, I guess, but yeah, you should probably, like, help out the sheriff here. She doesn't look great. So, is Dr. Bright, does he look like it's scuffled and disheveled from, from just, like, sliding down the cables of an elevator shaft? Oh, yeah, I mean, he's... He doesn't look orderly. He also just dove into the pit of corrupting stuff. Like, he's laying on the ground right now talking to you, like, <laughs> casually looking up, but he's also not doing great. Like, Gotcha. This is like, yeah. like me doing soccer for the first time in five years, just dead on the, on the ground, weekly talking. Yeah, pretty much. Sounds good. I have a point of reference. And real quick, could I spend my last hold of a read a bad situation? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed in this room? Because people are just coming out of friggin' everywhere. Um, the only remaining dangers, uh, is the only remaining danger is suspended in the air, or I guess his I-Core is still across the ground and probably going to still corrupt some stuff. So, like, if you had some seeping through your shoes, Anya's take one point of harm, uh... You probably want to go start getting that cleaned off if you can. All right. Right, just kind of points over uh, back to the entrance. Hey, there's like a decontamination chamber over there. Could one of you like drag me and also like, I don't know, get a first aid, or, like a, a second aid <laughs> kit for the sheriff? Like that, like intensive care for sure. I will do that since apparently I still have some on my shoes so I can decontaminate myself as well. Yeah, I think Ben okay. starts tending to the sheriff just to help her out. And that'll help dragging people. Okay. Uh, I think you all uh, convene outside of the entrance to the chamber there. Uh, like there's a eye wash station and like a one of those decontamination shower things that's there. Uh, you clean off the corruption as best as you can. Uh, the, the sheriff is going to be worse for wear for quite a while uh i think there's like a first aid kit that has uh, above average first aid in it so you're able to like stabilize her but she's she's going to be out of commission for a long time um and as you're convened here all, all getting cleaned off uh a swarm of people uh carrying rifles and in uh, assault gear come down they see the the spectacle of what all is going on here that like 
Abel is just kind of slowly hammering lances into 106 that's suspended in the middle of the chamber. Uh, and you're all just like kind of exhausted sitting there. And Bright just says, ah, okay, yeah, cool. Hey, uh, guys, uh, could you like arrest all these kids? Uh, they know way too much. Uh, and some of them for sure have anomalous abilities. We're going to have to deal with that. Wait, we. Well, okay, I I live here, um, but the rest of them just helped you. What do you mean? Well, you see, uh, we're called the SCP Foundation and Secure, Contain, Protect. Not like, oh, you, you did a good job. Thanks. We'll we'll figure out what to properly do with you all. But yeah, this ain't well, this ain't cool. But, but uh, it's okay, sweetie. I'll talk to Bright about but, it. Well, it well, these are my friends. Yes, I know. I'm going to put a very good word in for them. I have an idea. Just, just trust me, okay? Anya slowly reaches for her shotgun. You know, just in case. It <laughs> <laughs> gets shot instantly. Point of order: There, you gave me all your shotgun. Shots. No, you. No, no you didn't. Actually, you wouldn't give it. It was yeah. a very, very distinct point that I she got, didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I got the bullets out of the, the pistol. Out of the other gun. Bright already uh, told them to train their guns on you, so they are currently doing that. So I don't think that <laughs> reaching for your shotgun is going to be a great idea. Um, I think they're going to uh, arrest all of you uh, and start heading you off towards a uh, room to interrogate you all. Uh, Miles, you'll be taken to, but like more just like a firm grasp on the shoulder from Bright or something. Miles is going to try to like shake his arm out of the out of his grasp and just like walk with him but like very defiantly that that's fine. i assume it's not gonna work too he's just gonna keep holding yeah, on it, i mean it's <laughs> he'll still have a, a firm hand on there but yeah so you all get led off uh away from the containment chamber of 106 uh and more foundation personnel begin to file in as they've set up a system to get down the elevator um and uh, you begin to recover from your fight with uh, both 106 and Abel. And uh, I imagine you're all very tired and uh, will re receive some well-deserved rest. Ned is terrified, actually. He's, he's walking, like, I guess in handcuffs or whatever. He's been arrested and his face is just white and he, he looks aghast. As he's being led away, uh, he yeah, thinks you take that... to harm and pass out. No, this is how he thinks <laughs> he dies. No, this is the the government, the government agents that are gonna. Yeah, this is Ned's worst. This nightmare. is Ned's worst nightmare. He's a government conspiracist, and here he is in the belly of the beast. Uh, yeah, Ben is just kind of too tired to resist at this point, and his face is like, "This might as well happen <laughs> with everything that's happened today." Okay. Uh, yeah. So I think. You all get headed off towards uh, a interrogation chamber.
All content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under the Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. Please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content. SCP-106, The Old Man, and its tale I took influence from, titled The Young Man, were both written by Dr. Gears. SCP-3326, on May 3rd, 2005, Dr. Tobias Scranton died in a car accident in 1964, was written by Green Text. That's also just the Scranton reality anchors. SCP-131, The iPods, was written by Lieutenant Masapag. SCP-076, Abel, was written by Author Anonymous. SCP-662, The Butler's Handbell, was written by user Rick Revelry. Thank you for listening.